0: Check, check, check. (laughs) Hello, hello. How does one start? One, two, three. Hello. We're gonna do podcast. Oh yeah, that's good, right? No, it was bad. It's real (laughs) bad. Real bad. I don't think it gets worse. (laughs) It's cool. We'll get there. Um. Hey, what's up? You know,
1: how's your day? Talking about murder for about two hours before we even started it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, I think it says a lot about who we are as people. Yeah. We, we've sat here and discussed what the concept of a murder podcast should be for, like, three and a half hours. When really, it's, it's just murder. It's just bad. It's just, just like. It's just crime. It's good, though. Yeah. People like it. I like it, and that's what matters. <laughs> Hopefully, people like it. Because we're going to. Cool. We're going to do it again. Get, out, get and out of here. One, get. Um, so, you know, murder happens. It's pretty crazy. You know? <laughs> so yeah, Right? We can't. Isn't this it? is too much. It's so good. It's going to be good. <laughs> okay. Just got to get it all out of there, you know? Oh,
1: wow. I feel cringy. We're um, cringy.
0: You know? We're doing the Robert guy today? I think we should. Should I just, like, go? Do we start? Oh, when else would we go? Who who determines these things? Me and I say, <laughs> Go for it. Ready, set, go. Okay, friends, we're here to talk about uh murder. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be cringy. It's gonna be bad. Oh, yeah, bad. But... Oh, it's gonna be bad. I've researched this in depth and it's gonna be bad. Still. You kind of spiraled with this one. I like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I went in like I Somebody couldn't get more involved into people's victims' You went victims too far. A little, some could say. I'm not saying, but some could say. You could say you I went, went too, far. too far. Um, And the worst part is, like, I'm just, I'm not done. I just haven't had my, I'm not there yet. Your itch hasn't been scratched. No, no. And I'm gonna, like, how else does one know these things, you know? I feel like people write, books and stuff on this all the time and like you gotta just somebody just decides that they want to write a book on something that's really traumatic for people and you just gotta do it you know yeah i'm not gonna ever write a book but uh one night yeah i i wouldn't but you people could, you could right? <laughs> yeah, I, I could it'll be it'll be something um i want to do like journalism and i feel like if i'm gonna do it I'm gonna have to interview people and it's gonna be bad. Okay, like, are you, like you found their like Facebooks. How is else? that how else do people do that? Well, you know, in this day and age, you know, twenty twenty, how do you I feel like so I feel like back in the day when like an investigator or like a journalist was gonna wanna interview somebody, they would like look through a phone book.
1: You know? I mean, I guess. And I feel like maybe this is cringy. I mean, because- I don't know anything about journalism or how it works. But I feel like, personally, I would never make a spreadsheet determining if I found all the victims' families' <laughs> social medias and if yes. I've messaged them or not. Yeah, no. But some of us in the room do.
0: Many, bet. many wouldn't do that. <laughs> I might have done that on this case. Um It's a crazy case. And this is why, you will all understand why I did this, because this case eats me alive inside my soul this one sends me through a loop i feel like i feel like many people who don't know about this case could learn about it and they could say i'm gonna spend the next five hours of my life like just diving in (laughs) and there's so much and it's so crazy because it's such a small amount of time so we are gonna go we're just let's start square one who is this person it's Robert and how did this yeah. crime
1: how did it happen how
0: did it it's like that's such a good lead-in thank that's you beautiful. thank you it only took us it only took us like what four minutes four minutes I did good it yeah. took us four and a half minutes to get to the lead-in but how it maybe happened is that Robert Eric Lone decided you know he he is a working he's a working man he is he's a lawyer <laughs> Which I'm not to like distract from this, but can we just address this dude? He's a lawyer, and he literally devoted his time, a good portion of it, to like, like freelance. Freelance isn't the word. Like charitable. Oh, charitable. There's a word for that. There is. And I don't know what it is. People probably know it. (laughs) Someone. (laughs) I heard it
1: on Grey's Anatomy once. Yeah, that's such a word where you do stuff for
0: free yeah Mm. gray's anatomy is such a good source for this thank you quality we should cite that it's good (laughs) we should so he would do things um charitably in his career it's a good what else pro Pro bono yeah i knew it i knew it was in there somewhere he would do these things (laughs) pro bono um he was a great guy great guy um so what happened was he was working late one night like It's really weird, in my opinion, because Robert Wone was a married man at this point. He was married. So this, I don't see a lot of people talk about the fact that this is weird. But in my research, I've seen it, like, on Reddit posts and, like, in, like, comments and forums. Not so much, like, journalists and, like, credible sources. Yeah, just the the talk of the town. The talk of the town is that if you're a married man and you have a, a good job why would you work late one night and then decide that you're going to stay at your friend's house I mean, you know in your no. 30s in your 30s and i don't mean to say anything about being in your 30s that that means you're like <laughs> lame less, less likely you know <laughs> to stay at a friend's but i feel like i feel like what hangs me up is that he was married you that know that doesn't what I mean that doesn't bother me it doesn't no i just
1: moving past that like I, feel, I have friends that are married and they come stay the night at my
0: house yeah that's true no like, i mean that's true that's true but often very often but i mean and maybe this is like judgmental but i feel like we're young still like fast true. forward this exact moment a decade in the future literally and what where will we still be at this point
1: i mean maybe i'm not the person to judge because me and my friends are like
0: you're super tight knit it's like family so it's like it's, normal yeah it's but not it's not like oh this is my friend's house well and what's it's that's a common good, that's a good lead-in because granted the the friends that robert will decided to stay with he was fairly close with um i don't See, I, I don't know. find it odd
1: at all because i feel like a lot of people have family friends that that's you know, true is, like you stay at your mom's friend's house yeah and it's your aunt or whatever but yeah no, nah, i don't think it's weird
0: well and that's what he decided but to some do. people think it's so weird. he worked late and I, I don't know maybe i'm looking too far into it but late i mean he was working i think he left his workplace at i want to say it was like 9 30 9 45 p.m or so okay but yeah sorry i don't mean to interrupt but like, i
1: do think it's weird how close he lived to not that's just true. go home i can see like staying over at friend's house for like a fun night but like I would never just stay at my friend's house because it was close to work. Yeah. Like, I would just go home. Like, it was a work night. But, like, planning a fun night with your friends and sleeping over as a married person, that's not weird. But, like, just to not go home after work, that's a little weird.
0: Well, and that's what's kind of strange of the situation is that he basically... what I My understanding of the situation is that it was just such a late night, which 9.30 is not that late of a night, but it was just such a late night that instead of driving... I'm making this up. I should know it. It was I like 30 know. minutes or 20 or something. Yeah, It was like the course of like saving 10 minutes or 20 minutes or just such a weirdly small amount of time that instead of driving the, we'll make this up, 40 minutes home, <laughs> he drove the 20 minutes to his friend's house yeah. at 930 at night. So I feel like in the grand scheme of things, some might say that it's odd. Others who have been in the situation or would do something similar might be like, no, I mean, I would do the exact same thing. I don't say anything weird about that. I get situational. Yeah. So he met his friends. I want to say that he met them when he was in college is when they first started becoming friends. I think they all went to the same school in the DC area. Um, And this is where it gets kind of not weird. It's just a different, it's just a different family scenario. Not the norm, not the norm, not what you might say most people's situation is in their home, but these friends, we've got three of them. They live together and they are in a relationship with each other but it's very specific they're not in like what you would say like like a threesome relationship like a throuple like a throuple they're not in a throuple it's a this person and this person and this person but not this person exactly which is hard those boundaries would be hard to keep straight. i think i don't know i don't mean like i don't mean this in a sexist way but based on my personal experience maybe it's maybe it's different from what i understand of like men maybe it's just different a different scenario i feel like i feel like with myself and two other girls it would it would be i would be so jealous like i mean but everyone got their thing but like i don't
1: understand it but that's okay. not my life so yeah. i don't care but it's important to understand for the story's sake exactly. the dynamic that it is yeah
0: and i don't think a lot of this story gets clouded by this fact i don't necessarily know that it clouds it in the sense that it's weird or it's different no it's, it's just, not okay it's just not a standard you know scenario that most people would think of right. and so you've got three men you have joe price victor Zaborsky, and dylan ward they are all living in a actually a very nice home in washington dc together um and they met Robert Wone while they were in college they've been friends ever since um i think Joe and Victor went to um Robert's wedding actually oh really yeah so it was like you know i feel like with a wedding it depends on the person but you often invite the people that it's supposed to be the event for the people closest to you yeah. you know um it's like your close family your close friends people you when you're sitting there making that list, it's like, oh, this person. Who do oh, I care about? Who this needs person. to be here? Exactly. I mean, I've never planned a wedding, but that's how I would do it. Exactly. Exactly. So this is where he's going. He leaves work, I want to say, between 930, 945. Um, he gets to, um, we'll call it, you know, the the Zaborski residence, per se. He gets there at about 1030 at night um, when he walks in the door. Um, you know, and we're going off of the account of Joe, Victor, and Dylan. Um, so, let's kind of break down the scene. This is um. So, don't two of them share one room and one's in their own ex- separate room? Yes, precisely. That's important to the story. And that's kind of where the relationship is important. Because Joe Price and Victor Zaborski are in an intimate and personal relationship. So, this is, like, it's not just sexual. It's, like, they would consider themselves like dating. dating. Like they are exactly. together. They're a couple. Yeah. And I even think it goes further as I think they like consider themselves, you know, like like life partners. Oh, okay, like they're like okay. together, together. Right. And so Dylan Ward comes into this situation a bit later in their relationship. And the relationship is Victor Zaborsky and Dylan Ward are having a sexual relationship, but they're not really dating. Per se it's not more like a friends with benefits kind of but lives in my house also. Kind of. It's like, um, and I know, and this isn't a judgmental thing either, it's more of like a like a power relationship. So it's like, Mm -hmm. um, I know that BDSM is involved in this, Mm -hmm. which is involved in a lot of relationships. That doesn't necessarily make it a key fact per se.
1: Some people like to really tune in on it though. Yeah, they do. For some some reasons i'm not sure if it really does plan
0: or not it's hard to know what and it's just it's just a because i think what makes it what hangs people up on it is it's just such a different case of crime it's just there are just these distinct factors that you don't really see in the headlines Mm -hmm. and this did and a lot of people and the time that this happened it was just not as normal i think as it's become as it should be normal right so you know we've got a relationship where joe and victor are together victor and dylan are together but dylan and joe are not together they're not in a sexual relationship they're not in an intimate relationship they're not (laughs) they were roommates they were roommates (laughs) for all intents and purposes so you've got this very beautiful very neat very clean and well furnished
1: Three-story
0: home. Now, the important fact of these homes is they are, um, this is Washington, D.C. Were they townhomes or just very close homes? That's what's interesting. You would, the best way to picture them is as if they're townhomes. But, but they're technically they're owned in, and... Yes, they're independently owned. But the walls of them are touching. So, Uh-oh. you know, you have one home with three stories and you have another home with So three just stories. very close. Exactly. No gap at all in some of these. So they're literally in the concept of apartments, but they're not apartments, you know what Yeah, they're like, they're like just individually owned townhomes. Exactly. So Robert gets there at about 10:30. Um, the the account of what happens that night, the timeline is that he walks in the door. Um, Victor, I wanna say, um I might be making this up, but <laughs> I wanna say that Victor. And Joe both come downstairs to greet him at the door. I, I think that that's right, and it sounds good. They dude. hang out for a minute, right? And then they yeah, like yep. drink so, a glass of water or precisely, yep, something along those lines. They <laughs> drink a glass of water, they chit chat, um, and what supposedly happens is everybody goes to bed. I mean, well. Robert says he will to take a shower from the drive and work. And he's like, you know, that's his routine is to take a shower and wind, go down. To bed, wind down. And something important in this is that he wears a mouth guard. I don't know if it's because he grinds his teeth or if it's like a retainer or what it is, mm-hmm. but it's very important that this is in his routine is to put his mouth guard in. So he takes a shower. Um, he goes to bed. Um, everybody goes to bed and Later that night, probably 45 minutes later or so, um, Joe Price remembers hearing the the chime. Um, so they have an alarm system. Mm-hmm. And a lot of alarm systems, when you open the door, you hear a little ring. Back door open. <laughs> yeah, sometimes your hear a voice. Um, and this chime, it, it indicates that somebody has opened one of the entry points. There's only two entry points, the front door or the back door um and joe remembers being awakened by the chime but um he kind of shrugs it off and doesn't really think anything of it so was there i might not know what i'm talking
1: about but wasn't there like a story where like one of them wanted to stay up a little bit later but one of them wanted to go to bed to watch like the bachelor or something yeah yeah the bachelor
0: it was, it, it was the It doesn't matter what, was what alive, show what it was. Like, yeah, no,
1: that's exactly but right. But one of them went to bed, and one was, like, gonna stay up and chill for a little while. Yeah,
0: and so that's kind of, like, my understanding is, like, Robert takes a shower and goes to bed. And, like, in my understanding of the timeline, it would be, like, while he's showering and getting ready for bed, Joe and Victor would have gone back up to their room. Mm-hmm. Which, mind you, like, what's important is the floor plan, right? So... Robert walks into the front door, which is on the first level of the home. And then they greet and they, they chit chat in the kitchen. They go up to the second floor of the home, right? This is where they show Robert where his room is. Um, and when you get to the top of the stairs, you're pretty much looking at Dylan's room. It's like right there. It's right there at the tippy top of the stairs. And then I think to the left of it is the bathroom. To the right of it, down the hall, is where Robert's guest room would have been. Mm -hmm. And the bed's all neatly made. It's ready for him. They're ready to go because he called them beforehand to let him know. Um, So once they show him where his room is, Joe and Victor go up to the third floor. Top. Mm -hmm. They go to their bedroom. And Joe, Joe is like... I'm gonna keep watching whatever the show is. We'll call it The Bachelor, The, the Bachelorette. Bachelor. <laughs> it's gonna be good. He's gonna keep watching it. And Joe's like, "I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed." And he starts like dozing in and out, supposedly falling asleep. And what's interesting here is, I think I want to say that Dylan in this scenario is already in his room. He never wakes up. He never. Like he's just well, he's awake. He's reading. He's reading. something like that. Like mm-hmm. he's just chilling in his room. He's reading an article in a magazine. Actually, is what mm-hmm. he ends up saying. um So he's awake, but he's not really like present. paying attention. Or... Not paying attention. It sounds like he doesn't really care what's going on. And it, it ultimately, my impression of the entire situation is like Robert is Victor and Joe's friend, not Dylan's, because Dylan is like they of, know each other, but they're mm-hmm. not like. Exactly. they're not gonna hang out by themselves no so when you know when it's decided that robert's gonna stay at night uh he they don't really even mention it to dylan as far right. as i'm understanding because it's like he doesn't really know him so i would he... i mean like let
1: him know he's here but they're not gonna like
0: He's not going to get up and
1: greet him. He's not going to need to be a part of anything.
0: Exactly. So all this is transpiring over the course of, we'll say, like 45 minutes or so. You know, he showers. He goes to bed. Um, Robert does in his room on the second floor. Joe and Victor go upstairs. Victor decides he's going to keep watching his show. Um, Joe's kind of dozing in and out. He's tired. He wants to go to bed. Um, And then all of a sudden... Victor turns the TV off and kind of dozes off as well and I mean this is quick so you would think it'd be kind of a light sleep Mm -hmm. and in my opinion like when you're first kind of dozing in and out depending on like whether you take sleeping pills or you're just going to bed you're kind of in that weird in between where you're like kind of starting to sleep but you're kind of still like not quite there. I don't know though for me
1: (laughs) when I lay down I'm out like I fall asleep in five minutes and I'm asleep and that's When I I get into my bed, I am asleep, unless I'm watching TikTok on my phone for three hours. It's really, but if I put my phone away, I go to bed in like four
0: seconds. And it's so weird because it's like it. It would really, I guess, be like person to person like mm-hmm. in my opinion when i'm falling asleep this is not a good example though because
1: you suck asleep anymore. i don't ever
0: sleep my body not your number one skill no god no god if it was like a test on who could fall asleep and who, if you didn't you were just you were out you were so off the island. in 30 minutes or you get shot <laughs> oh god this would be an entire podcast about me and how i couldn't i just couldn't so they're like in my i guess i don't know i guess you would consider them being dozing in and out but maybe they're not maybe they're just zonked maybe they're just zonked I zonk. And Joe recalls in one police interview um, hearing the chime. um, He hears the chime. He's not really sure what's going on. He kind of dozes back. Um, And I know that Joe recalls hearing it's this is what's debated. Okay. So there's a couple different interviews. A lot of people say a lot of different things here, but he hears what sounds like, and I might be getting the wording wrong here um like a not a scream not a scream a shriek maybe no not high-pitched oh. low like a low oh, like, a, like a
1: growl or a mumble yeah or like a,
0: almost maybe like inhuman a, grunt. a grunting like a like a gurgling oh. yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna try again that's But a, something no, like but that's what he hear and he wakes victor up and he's like this is the like this is weird 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 and all of this is transpiring quickly now right like, he hears the chime, he tries to go back to bed, he hears a gurgling, grunting, screaming, muffled kind of noise, just animalistic, and it's not right. It's not normal. Um, and this is maybe 10 minutes after going upstairs and turning the TV off and agreeing to go to bed. And so he wakes Victor up, and this is this is where it all gets fuzzy, right? Because who knows? Exactly. Who knows? Um but essentially Victor and Victor goes downstairs. It kind of seems like I don't know. I don't want it to be like a sexist way to say it, but it kind of seems like Victor is like in not in charge, but he's like the one the shot caller. Yeah. He's the, Is that a that is, is that a phrase that I
1: didn't make that up?
0: I don't know. <laughs> like the one that like calls a shot. Yeah. Okay, no, that made sense. I that makes sense. Though. Okay. That that makes sense. Okay. It's exactly what he was. So it's kinda of like like in in me and jason's relationship you know if i hear a noise i'm gonna be like jason i heard a noise go look like i'm not gonna go. it's scary (laughs) and that's kind of like what happened so it was like victor like stuff is happening and it's freaky and i'm hearing noises like what is going on so it sucks living alone because then i have to look at all the scary noises by myself and that's (laughs) i could never i could never i would cower in my bed and i would die
1: (laughs) i hear spooky sounds and i just turn my tv on and i'm like it's fine it's 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 fine. It's nothing. It's just- It's the wind. I am tired. (laughs) It's not the wind, Jenna. It always is nothing. I've never been killed. Thus far. I have not been killed yet. It's never been a murderer. It's good
0: because it's crazy. It's, It's insanity. Victor goes running down the stairs, like, hearing these noises and listening to Joe's account of things. He goes down and he sees Robert Lone laying down with a knife in his chest his friend oh yeah his friend who has been here for 40 minutes or so it's some weirdly ridiculous amount of time i wish you'd come stay the night at my house and you stay up there. not like a guy crazy. but like just like for a good story just so eventful <laughs> whose life is this interesting not mine. mine's interesting in a sad way not in a <laughs> no. not in a the headline news i mean i guess you don't want to die to be headline news. maybe that's 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 that, too far that's too far we don't we're sorry you know we don't <laughs> want people to die that's not good but the 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 craziest part of this right is what transpires in these what transpired here nobody will ever know um the three men basically victor runs down the stairs sees that robber has been stabbed and this is where it gets so fuzzy Victor at one point says there are two different accounts here, right? At one point in an interview, Victor says that the knife was in him, in Robert's sale, and he takes the knife out of him. Which is like, Don't do that. No, don't touch a murder weapon. Like, what are you doing?
1: One time doing? when I was a kid, I stepped on a screw and I pulled it out of my own foot and my mom yelled at me because she said, you're going to make him bleed more.
0: Exactly. There she said, so, just leave it there. There are so many reasons <laughs> you that leave You leave the
1: weapon in because what if it's like,
0: and you're going to bleed out. Wouldn't you? Now, I don't know what I would do in this situation because I've never had my friend stabbed at the bottom of my staircase or at the top of a staircase. But... I, I might panic too and just... I mean, maybe, but I feel like wouldn't you be, like, wondering who did it, where the person is? Wouldn't you want to go check the doors or call the cops or whatever, right? So Victor claims that he takes the knife out of him at one point, but then in another account of the same story, he says that he finds the knife laying on his stomach. Not in him, not but on kn- him? Laying on his stomach. And that he That's picks the knife of- up, and he puts it on the But bedside in both table. stories, he makes, to, makes sure to include that he put his hands on it. He deliberately includes that he put his hands on the weapon. Okay. Which is like, who else but a lawyer would find it important to notate? And in the 911 call, <coughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, the weapon <coughs> is touched one way or another. One way. Right. It's touched. Which is weird, but people do weird stuff when weird crazy
1: i don't know but to be fair i feel like if i were trying to cover up for a murder that i committed not that i'm going to but if i were to i would try to make up a logical reason for why my dna is on the but we
0: are whack jobs we're whack jobs and we listen to this shit on the way to work yeah on true. the way to work and we're just like wow murder this is wacky what would we do i would make sure to let the cops know you know right i feel like regular people and maybe you know victor isn't a lawyer too he's, a he's lawyer. around that all day
1: like, well maybe he doesn't do murder cases i don't know he, he probably does. doesn't i don't probably not
0: do. i should know but he i don't know and so he touches the weapon whatever the case may be and what's crazy is Like, let's, let's discuss, let's discuss. Even if he touched the weapon, the craziest thing is that he finds Robert at the top of the stairs. Joe is fairly close behind him, but the the impression I'm getting is that Joe is, um, like, more afraid, more on edge here. Yeah. Right? So, Victor looks behind him, and he says, Joe, call 911. So, even though this is where it's just, ah, Even though there's a phone in Robert's room, in the guest room where he's saying, on the floor that they're on, Joe goes... I'm sorry, I'm lost for just a second. Where did they find his body? Was it on the stairs or in his bed? Because I think I remember hearing both. I think I remember hearing both too. And I think that the reason is, I think that the story has changed. Mm. And so ultimately, like at the end of all this, in the police interrogation, I think that they claim that they find him in the bed but i think that at one point it's claimed that he's at the of stairs because i
1: thought i remembered hearing like some whack-ass story about how he was found on top of the neatly made bed and we're, yeah because the, if the story was he was getting in bed why is his bed still so made? exactly
0: mad? and i think and i don't know maybe i'm just wrong it's possible somebody, i don't remember somebody we're doing this live someone tell me that it is wrong we have a live audience Oh, hello. somebody google it for us we have that in the background so i didn't even see all these comments popping in welcome Hi. welcome friend welcome satan 666 My that favorite. is so relevant to My our murder. podcast so My middle name actually let us discuss the things that we haven't realized before we started i don't know i think maybe there's two stories i might just be dumb but the craziest part of all of it is that Victor finds a body one way or another. Joe goes and calls 911, right? The EMTs get there. Like I've listened to the 911 call on a on a multitude of They occasions. don't sound like you I would assume you would sound. I guess. But you but like the thing
1: is you never know how you would react.
0: You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know. But and I so think
1: hard. I would panic because I panic over everything. And I feel like most people would panic over their friends being murdered in their house. It's, and I don't think they gosh. panicked that much on the phone. They were very much like,
0: this is what happened. It was really odd because this is, you know, how do you, who decides what is the appropriate, um, what's the appropriate 911 call? What's the appropriate appropriate level of um, concern, fear and, and concern? And people display it in different ways. And, and it's so it's just hard like, to- like, gauge it's just like when an investigator is like i don't know the husband acted weird he didn't look Dude like course he was acting
1: weird. somebody just died yeah
0: and so it's just so hard to say so joe called nine one one. um you know it's just it's hard because in my opinion i've seen it on both sides of the of the road where people see like think it sounds legit people think it doesn't and so I'm like. I think you have to know the person to like listen to it. Exactly. Like, if you I were to know.
1: hear your 911 call to somebody being killed, I'd probably know if you were like putting up a front or if you were being actually upset. Yeah. I think. I and who knows? It's
0: like, maybe, I don't know, I've never been put in such a situation. Maybe I would act weirdly calm. Like, maybe, maybe I would just want to put on the front and like, and, f- and get laugh yeah.
1: quicker. Because, and
0: it's so. We were talking
1: about it earlier how like, People get annoyed with 911 dispatchers for being frustrated easily. Yeah. Or being kind of sassy. But the whole thing is they just want to get the information. Like they understand you're in a bad situation, but they can't help you unless yeah. you get it. So maybe maybe
0: they were just trying to, to help get help fast. Exactly. And so it's really hard because when Joe calls 911, he is basically right off the bat when he calls 911 in his conversation with the dispatcher, he says, I think that somebody broke into the house. I think that somebody broke in. Our friend is our friend's been stabbed. He's been attacked. There's all this conversation. Was well, anything stolen? No. So like, why would break in? That well, just that's where it gets weird. So, so like, someone that doesn't even live there. Yeah. And somebody in the upstairs middle floor bedroom, not even at the top of the stairs, down the hallway. Like specifically had to go in there for that one person, but broke in. It almost sounds like if that was the case, they it, were following him or something. Or it or would like, be like like a hit. Yeah. And, like, why? Who? What has he done? You yeah. know? So but he's a lawyer. Maybe he did something. It's possible. You don't know. So, basically, what happens is Joe calls 911. It, he he immediately starts spinning the story of, um, it's been a break-in. It's a break-in. It's a... It, it's, it's... There's... That's what it outside, is. An outside third-party intruder. This is an intruding situation. Not me. No. And so, it's not us. We don't know. We don't know. How did this happen? And so this this emts emts are the first on the scene and when they get there um they immediately notice very very strange behavior very strange behavior like the the people who arrive on scene are veteran emts they are trained to know what to look for you know it's not even like well not what to look for but like they've seen scenarios they're they're like they've seen it all yeah they've seen it all and what's funny is i've read the interview from one of the people who was first on scene there are two people first arriving it's um it's a woman and it's a, a man and they've been emts for quite a while they've been on a multitude of cases i couldn't do it but and they get there, and normally, this is this is their own personal account. They said, normally, when they get to a scene, people are just so upset that you arrive at the door, and they're yelling, and they're shouting, and they're dragging you. They're physically, you know? Yeah, well, it's like the 911 call thing. We just, like, brought it up again, like, not to keep doing that, but, like.
1: People are like just send help, send help. Like, okay, where, where? Like, what are you talking about? Like, and they're like, just call, I need help. Gather down. your thoughts. Like, exactly. But a lot of people. That's how I would react. I'd probably just be like, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's bad. I you don't know. It's bad. Sick. Just go.
0: And you're in shock. And yeah. When people are in shock. They they act they act out. They they are they are mm-hmm. upset. They're yelling. They don't always act rationally. Mm-hmm. And so he said, what was weird is when. When the door was answered, it was very calm. It was very calm. And they said hi, welcome to our home. Well, upstairs to the left, there's a dead guy. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like exactly what it is. And this is where it gets weird. Is it very much is welcome to our home. Upstairs please dead ignore them as. <laughs> and what's crazy, we're gonna backtrack a little bit, but on the 911 call, the the discussion is very much hello, hi, someone's been stabbed. And the 911 operator is like, you need to put pressure on the wound. You need- oh yeah. yes. You need to put pressure on the wound. He's dying. This is, this is scary. You need to like stop that blood flow. And Joe is on the phone, supposedly instructing Victor. You know, it's it's that concept of like putting the phone down and it's muffled. And it's like, mm-hmm. you need to stop the bleeding. You need to stop the bleeding. They're saying get a towel. They're, they're saying get a towel. And supposedly, it's kind of like the impression is that this is what's happening, you know, like, like, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. If you have somebody, you're trying to save your
1: friend's life, supposedly, you
0: would put pressure on the wound, you know. And so when the EMTs get there, they walk into the room and they say that Victor is acting strange. He's sitting at the edge of the bed. And he's got this just, sh- just a shook look on his face. A shook look. And the EMT, one of the EMTs, is literally like goes on record saying that when he gets there, Victor's acting so weird that he visually inspects him for weapons. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. He's acting so strange that it's making he knows that sometimes when you have a domestic violence incident or or situations such as a stabbing, you're acting a little maybe diff- somebody there. Yeah. And so the way that Victor's acting is making him feel like he might have a weapon on him. And so while this is happening, he's inspecting the, he's inspecting Victor. The other one's taking a a scope of the situation. Right. And so he starts looking at what, what, what do we have here? What's going on? We have a young man. He's been stabbed. um, And immediately upon inspecting the body, there's no blood. That does happen. There's not there's no blood splatter. The victim is wearing a t-shirt with stab holes in it, but there's no blood. So Okay, that's not right. Literally, I went
1: to dinner today. And I was messing with, I don't know if you do, you do this. I know you do this. I definitely do. You this. pick at your, like, cuticles and, like, that skin around your nails. I pulled them way too far because, you know, oh. when you pull and it just keeps going. But you oh. got to keep going until it stops. You have to. What are you do Will you want to do? Are going to leave it? In? So I pulled it, and it started bleeding everywhere. And blood. Every- and it got on all- my, like, it got on my napkins. And I was like. I have to take it home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna leave it here and have them see my blood on my plate. Like, it's so like a crime like, scene. Like it's gonna be bloody. If you got that was just a finger wound. If you got
0: stabbed, you're gonna be bloody. You're gonna be stabbed repeatedly in the chest, right? And and your shirt's gonna have blood on it. And it didn't. And they go and they realize that he's probably deceased. It's been clean. It's and there were holes in the clean. shirt, right? Yes.
1: So it had to have been like sprayed right out after it was taken, like, stabbed, and then shirt taken off clean, because, like, How? blood stains, you have to immediately, like, rinse it in, like, cold water at this temperature for this, like, yes. blood stains, like, you have to get it out. And it doesn't remove easily. No, it's
0: it's a chore to get blood out of clothes. Mind you, the EMTs, like, I don't know for sure, but the EMTs are arriving, so Robert won't get started about 1030, right? Zaborski makes the phone call to the EMTs at 11:49, so, so an hour only been there for an hour. hour and fifteen minutes, like not long. And Robert Wone is taken from the scene, brought to the hospital, and pronounced dead at 12:24. So this is fast. Yeah. so fast. So fast it doesn't, it's incomprehensible how Like fast. it took us longer to prepare ourselves mentally to do this podcast than it did for him to get murdered. Literally. <laughs> Think about that. We talked and chit-chatted longer than it took for somebody to somehow mysteriously get murdered, have the body cleaned oh and God. removed of all blood. And even worse, when the EMTs pick him up and bring him to the hospital, underneath the mattress and the the, the body, mm-hmm. there's no blood Like, as if he was placed there. After the fact. Yeah. And there's no blood on the scene anywhere. It doesn't make any sense. It's so strange. And so, what's crazy is... They start to immediately suspect that somebody within the house would have done this, right? They they understand that that Zaborski is under the impression that somebody broke into the home, that, you know, this is not a normal situation. It's an intruder. And so the police start to investigate it in this way. They immediately Start looking for signs of a break-in. They're looking for signs of forced entry. Um, they walk the perimeter. They walk through the back alleyway. They're looking at the front door, and there's just there aren't signs of a break-in. It's not like there are there are clear signs. I mean, in most cases, if all the doors are locked, if there's an alarm system in the home, if somebody's going to break in, it's going to be in a through a window, through a door. Um, There's gonna be signs of pry marks on the front door. There are no signs of forced entry in this location at all. Um, And so basically, the police immediately start suspecting that none of this makes sense. This doesn't add up, This, this seems suspicious and this seems like something that happened within the home um It doesn't make sense. the intruder theory is not adding up. There would be signs of fourth entry and there's not. So immediately the police start investigating the three men and they bring them in for questioning. Yeah, and you have to understand that like one of these people is a lawyer. So they know what to do. They know what to do. they know what's gonna happen. they don't just say they don't have to say. Um, and so they're brought in for questioning and the, the questions that are asked are pretty, they're pretty adamant about what's going on. It's pretty apparent that the police are not under the impression that this was, this was a break-in. It, it was not. Um, and they start pushing pretty hard. Um, and what they're hoping for in this whole scenario is that they're hoping that one of them is going to give in. Like there's going to be a weak link. Exactly. If I was in a murder case, I'd be the weak link. And it's so hard because it's like I don't want to be yelled
1: at. No, I would cry. I don't want to be yelled at. I'd be like, "Yeah, this is a plan. This is a plan, okay, Celia. We're gonna murder my sister. We're gonna do this all. And this is how it's gonna go." And then they pull us in for questioning, and I just cry. I'd be like, "Jenna did it. <laughs> Jenna told me to do it. oh,
0: Celia, it's a little.
1: A bitch, she Literally. told me to do it. <laughs>
0: and then it's so hard because it's like, please don't shout. Like immediately, like you could be talking to me really sternly, and I'd already like start feeling like, like I the- was a, I was that kid that if the teacher called me out specifically,
1: I'd go home and cry. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. So like if I was like being questioned by the police, like you'd think that it was one of them would cave. You would but cave. I
0: guess if you're a murderer, but I'm not a murderer, so... I'm not. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. Ooh. Who's to say? That'd make a really interesting podcast. Ooh. Maybe that'd really keep it... It would keep it interesting. We'll see. I'll keep... I'll keep y'all posted. Okay, deal. And so, they're they're brought into questioning. And, like, these men, they hold firm. All three of them... All three of them say that this was a break-in. Yeah. They're adamant. They hold fast. They never break. The police and the investigators even go as far as to say, one of you has already told us the truth. Oh, like, trying to, like, play the... Oh, yeah. One of you already spilled the
1: beans? Exactly. Might as well just
0: tell your story so you get out safe. Yeah, and it's like, we we can cut you a deal if you just come clean, you know? It's already out. None of them break. And that's like... They'd be tough cookies. (laughs) It's really interesting to think about because it's like... like, the evidence clearly points, based on everything that we know thus far, there was no evidence of a break-in, there was no evidence of forced entry, there was no um, dents on the cars nearby to prove that somebody hopped the fence, there were no pry marks on the front door that show was forced to okay. and open. Do you know, I don't know if you know this, and if you don't, you can make up an answer, I don't care. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I probably will. So, either. they're claiming it was broken in, there's no evidence of being of it being broken
0: in. Yeah. Was the door unlocked? That's where it's interesting. Is like, why would you keep your door unlocked? There is. Or was it? I don't know the story exactly, but like the story supposedly is that somebody may have. It's, and that's where it gets weird. Is like, I feel like if you have such a serious event, like you would be very like black or white. Like, it's completely possible that we didn't leave it. We yeah. didn't lock it. It's completely possible we didn't lock it. Yeah. And yet, it's, like, this really, like, wishy-washy, like, we might have left it unlocked. I don't know. There's just no way to know if we left it unlocked. I would never.
1: I lock the door behind me, but I'm also paranoid because of the amount of murders I listen to. Yeah. The murder stories, I guess, not actual murders. But as soon as I come in the door, I lock lock it behind me. Yeah.
0: It's such yeah. a habit. It's such That's, a habit. Yeah,
1: but not everyone's like that. That's true. But I feel like if you're in a city like that,
0: you're gonna log the door unless you want to get killed. You would think. Especially in, like, Washington, <laughs> D.C., which has a fairly high crime rate. And- Granted, they're in an, in a slightly, like, uppity neighborhood, but you would think living yeah. in an uppity neighborhood, you're still kind of worried that you're going to get, like, a delinquent Robbed. that's going to break in because you're in an uppity neighborhood and you have... Everyone lots- knows you got nice shit. <laughs> and what's crazy, this is such a good tie-in, No, oh, look at me. You're their house... Their house... Thank you very much, by the way. Their house is immaculate. And I mean, like... Like... Compulsorily neat is that a word?
1: I don't compulsorily. Like like I know like compulsory
0: compulsorily. Compulsorily, it is. I'm compulsorily messy. <laughs> I'm a compulsi- but I still lock my door. Exactly, <laughs> I'm compulsorily not um preparing well for this. <laughs> but I know that this house is like everything has its place and everything is in that place. It is there is not. There is not a, a speck of dust. There is not a piece of trash. God, I wish. It looks like it's not even, like, real people living there. It's, like, like what I imagine is, like, a dollhouse. When I go to people's houses like that, I'm like, mm, do you guys even have fun? <laughs> like It doesn't even look real. Like, what... And I'm sorry, like, not to be ridiculous, but, like, what about this entire case is fucking real? Like, this doesn't sound like real life. Yeah, we live in this house and nobody lives here for
1: real. We just pretend that we live here and then and then people come here and then they get murdered, but they don't bleed. In a
0: throuple! <laughs> it just is... It makes make a sense. In throuple! We all live in a throuple. We live in this house. Everything is so neat and tidy. We have lo- really good jobs. We make a lot of money. We oh. live in a nice area. Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
1: really nice, actually, you really real think about it. <laughs> lots of attention, lots of money,
0: and no messes. No messes. Just no the murder. Who cleans this.
1: So, They're pro-cleaners, apparently. They're pro <laughs> I wish I was a pro-cleaner. I don't even
0: know how to get chocolate out of my shirt. <laughs> Let alone blood. I just I, throw it away. I don't even separate my laundry. Long- Do people really separate their laundry? Yes, my friend Paige. You know Paige. She just she actually has like her dark laundry in her
1: okay. No, I, I throw it. You. I put towels, sheets, underwear,
0: socks. I have
1: all of it. Throw it in. Stuff the washer
0: till it's full, and then put in a little extra soap if you put too much clothes in. Yeah, or down. If it's water Ooh. and bubbles, it'll be clean. My concept here is like I have four laundry bins. Four laundry bins. All of them house at this exact moment (laughs) clean clothes and all of my dirty clothes are on the floor (laughs) because in order to put the dirty clothes in the hampers, I would have to put my clean clothes away and I don't want to.
1: See, my problem is, <laughs> this is not murder. This is just being nasty. I like it, though.
0: Um, I like it.
1: Make me feel better about myself. Yeah, so what I do is I'm a pig, and I put all my dirty clothes, like, in the basket, the dirty laundry basket, like I should, but then they overflow. Can I get cozy? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Can I get cozy? I'll tell you how terrible I am. Ugh, um, make me feel better. And then I wash them, and then I throw them on my bed. And I'm like, yeah. And then and then I'll have to fold my clothes before I go to bed so that I can sleep in it. And then I don't. And then I kick them to the edge of my bed and sit them on the floor. And then the pile grows every day. So all my clean clothes are at the edge of my bed because I've kicked them off. And then all my dirty clothes are in the basket where they go. And like then that.
0: all of a sudden I have no clothes to wear to work. I think, and then we restart the cycle. I think that there's real logic there. I think that there's real. Why would you do it any other way when you could do it that way? I mean what am I? Like clean doing who cares. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, back to the okay. This is okay, moving on. This is stupid. <laughs> this is so dumb. Um, but real. Weirdly real. I yeah. think other people relate, you know? Like clean, why? <laughs> well, I think we're just gross. Um could be. Um but, but they're not this. They're, they're not, not they're gross. not us. They're, they're better than not us. Slobby, disgusting pigs. Um, they clean and they clean well. They clean a lot. And what's so okay so disclaimer i did
1: take a bathroom break for a minute so i don't know if you talked about um did you go into detail about how the washer is that what it was no yeah okay 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 let's 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 so this is these are my uh dumb bitch cliff notes here we go this is that. what i remember is that they found traces of
0: blood in the washing machine. Is that so, factual, or am I... You are, girl, you are right on key. See, I yes. know everything. <laughs> you are right on key. You retain shit you didn't even realize. See,
1: I'm good. I'm good.
0: Who needs research? Quiz me. <laughs> Who needs, like, quiz me now, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so, what's, what is crazy? Outside of, like, start to finish this entire case, what continues to be crazy is that... Okay, recap there's no blood on the body yeah there's the no blood on the shirt no blood on the shirt no blood on the the pull-out bed that he's laying on no blood on the floor and did they notice
1: anything like a freshly clean floor
0: i don't know that they i don't remember anything about like being freshly clean i don't remember anything wouldn't it all be (laughs) but what i know is that they look for blood in very specific places. They look for it on the bed. They look for it on a shirt. Oh, we gotta get going. There's some more shit. I just remembered. Okay, okay, okay. speeding up, speeding up. So EMTs realize that it looks like he has been washed. That's what's yes. important here. Is like in the <laughs> affidavit. But then the they arrest. argue that he just got out of the shower. Yeah, and so it's so hard to say. It's like. Well, of course he just got washed, he did it himself. And this is where it gets crazy, because where my mind goes, and call me out if yours doesn't, but if that's the case, let's assume that in some weird reality that part of that's true, what did he get stabbed in the shower? And then, but then,
1: a a wound of that nature, (laughs) I think, Mr., Mr., I call myself Mr. Mr. Jenna, (laughs) Mrs Mrs. Dr. Carter here. Yeah, Um, professional. That's me. Wouldn't you bleed for a while? Yeah, like you cut your leg in the shower when you shave. Oh my god! And you
0: bleed for three hours. God knows you. Don't. <laughs> like imagine
1: a f- lethal wound. You're gonna be bleeding for a while. And how do they get it done so fast? I don't. Know. How do they stop the bleeding to the point that he dies? I mean, I don't know. Does your blood stop? Sp- burning after some point when you die okay, i don't know because well, your heart stops
0: it does it does it it does start 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 it does it does start bleeding and it does stop in bleeding so was it just the entire thing i think we're all reaching the same conclusion it doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense it doesn't make sense the intruder theory it doesn't make sense there's no signs of force entry they look around the entire perimeter there's no footprints there's there's no witnesses that see people lurking there's no well I will say Wait, there's no neighbors that hear anything weird but there is a neighbor that hears something weird and there's a neighbor Wait, what that didn't make sense there's nobody that hears it but there's um, somebody that hears it exactly it, exactly it doesn't make sense but it nobody that matters yeah <laughs> i love that um they matter very much because they're this cute elderly couple mm. and they do but they don't hear stuff and what they do here they what they do here is that so let's get this started there's a cute old couple and they listen to the news they listen they watch the news on tv and they listen they use all of their, <laughs> their senses are all tuned they use all the senses at the same time to watch and news. they heard watch seen what and they heard, watched the news. And what's funny is that they no. know the anchors. They watch the news every day. Mm-hmm. So many days that they know these things. And they know that it's um, Tamara, Richardson. Did you just pick that up? I sure did. Is, okay, it's, I'm not following it, if I'm being okay, honest. Okay, okay, go on. Okay, elderly couple. They're okay. so cute and they have such a routine that they know that they watch the news every day. That they know they watch it so often that they know Tamara Richardson <laughs> is the news anchor on Saturday nights. Yeah. They know it. And they know that in between Tamara Richardson and the next news episode, a it's Julie another Rencher. person. Oh. Julie... That's a name. <laughs> that is a name. I love that name. Um, I wish my name was Julie Rencher. I feel like Julie's a nice name. I is just I? sing that song. It's like, hey, Julie. Okay, keep going. Okay, so the old people, the very nice elderly people who watch the news every single day, every day of the week, they know that. Tamara Richardson was on TV when they heard a grunting noise. Like the one Like the one that Joe heard, but what is mysterious?
1: Do you think Joe heard somebody else kill them and then she's just, wow, let me just speak. Let's hear that (laughs) in English. Okay, I'm jumping ahead because that's what we're doing here because we're almost an hour in, but we're okay. okay. But, like, um, did Joe hear maybe Dylan? kill someone and then they all conspired to join in because like why would he say he heard that sound if he doesn't want to be like involved you think he'd be like i heard
0: nothing well i think it'd be really hard to stick to a intruder theory did you heard well, nothing let's let's go back let, let me re- restart <laughs> the statement i feel like the best lies have some truth to them mm. and i feel that's like that's true because you can't believe something that's like mm, that wasn't there didn't happen don't know don't know. And it's much more suspicious to say, don't know. I was sleeping. Don't know. Don't remember. And then still- It's like to... a child's lie. Like, it is. did you color on the wall? No. no. Who did? Don't Not me. <laughs> it's like, you're the only child <laughs> I have. Anybody else but me. You're my only You're my only spawn. Um, there's nobody else but you. <laughs> no, I don't care. it was me. <laughs> and it's so weird because you can break it down for children and you can say, well, mommy didn't clean on the wall. <laughs> and they're like, cool. So did you. No. Well, me didn't either. Me <laughs> didn't either. Well, that's essentially what they're saying. And basically, I think that they're trying to. I think. I think you're trying to sprinkle some truth in. You're trying. So to, it's more believable. You're trying to spice up your story so that it's. Easier. I heard it
1: happen, but I heard that it wasn't me that did it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. And so basically, they're all interrogated. They all hold to their story. They all adamantly believe or at least are saying that they don't know what happened they heard weird noises not sure what they were somebody must have broken in and even during their interrogation it's so crazy i i read all the transcripts i've only found a very brief recording that kind of gives me like an actual audible like sense of what because when you read a transcript i feel like you can't understand somebody's tone tone tone. You can't understand. Their tude. And they're too They're tood. And Victor. It's like old people trying to text. Like, you don't know if they're being
1: bitchy. You no. don't know if they're you just say, being assertive. You say,
0: hey, Grandma, I really love you a lot and I'm sorry I was late, but I'm so glad I came. And they say,
1: okay. It's okay. Bye. Period.
0: And you're like, where's the, where's the smiling? Are you mad? I need the heart emoji now. Like, I need it desperately. <laughs> so, I read all these transcripts about this case, and... The one video that I found, it was really telling to hear the blatant lack of remorse um, in, in the interrogation. It's very much this like, I don't know what happened. And you can ask me over and over again, and I can tell you the same thing, somebody broke in. And the investigator is very much like, You realize that it doesn't make sense for someone to break in and you not hear anything. And I don't know if it's Victor or Joe or Dylan, but the response is very much, it cannot make sense, but that's what happened. It cannot make sense all day long, all night, but that's what happened. What if it was somebody else, though? I'm not saying it
1: was because I'm pretty sure it wasn't,
0: but like, what if it wasn't? And we're just being like, let's (laughs) discuss, right? Let's discuss the possibility that somebody broke in. In order to validate this this theory, this concept, um, what you need is you need investigators looking for fourth century, which we know already happened. But what you also want is, but well, would it be fourth century if they maybe I don't know, maybe the door open. Well, that's the thing is you think that this is an all wooden floor home. You'd think that you would hear somebody creeping upstairs. And what's odd is that Robert Weldon's room was down the hallway. Dylan's room was at the top of the stairs. And so, if somebody feasibly broke in the back door, there is. Dylan. <laughs> well, let's, before I get ahead of myself, if somebody broke in the back door, let's say that was possible. They broke in the back door by just opening it. They walked through the creaky wooden floors in an old DC home. They would have to walk up a flight of stairs. They would have to willingly miss the flat screen TV the you know the nice um phone that they have down in the kitchen they have to Leave all of the you know, oh, you're talking about stealing.
1: I think mentally, not running into it. I was like, I mean, it's pretty easy to not walk into the stuff, it would
0: be really (laughs) hard to not run into the TV on the wall. You would have to be extremely careful. You're talking about theft, okay? I'm following, yeah. If you know, it would be important to not run into that stuff, but it would be really (laughs) odd to break in and not steal anything. anything. And so, also, also. You would be walking this home, walking through the hallways, walking up the stairs, and let's say that your intent here is solely to commit murder. Why would you walk up the stairs and completely, willingly ignore the first room that you come to? Why instead, why not just go and murder the person in the first
1: room but you could also argue why would you invite someone to come stay your house that you know and supposedly love as a friend why would you murder them too
0: well maybe well what 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 most people's mind goes to and honestly like as difficult as this talk about like what my mind even goes to is like maybe this is like a weird sexual encounter well and and say why because
1: it's not just because it's a thruple or whatever because that no. doesn't in, like inherently make them
0: no it doesn't it doesn't any it, kind of weird it doesn't but let's but
1: because wasn't there some sort of evidence on in dylan's room
0: no it gets worse oh, it gets okay. worse i don't know what i'm talking let's, about let's let's <laughs> there is some evidence in Dylan's room. Okay, there is some so I'm not, I'm not... But the most incriminating evidence that makes most people, including investigators, it makes them jump to um, this sexual kind of theme here, is the autopsy of the body. Because, you know, when there's a murder, you're always, you're always going to have an autopsy. Yeah. And once the autopsy is done, they end up finding... They find what's the word I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. <laughs> In a murder podcast, you would um, think that you would know. What you, Describe it. They find um they find um Hints? Hints. They find clues, clues. that um, lead them to believe there's been a sexual assault. Which is weird, right?
1: So what you would... <gasps> then they find somebody else's no! like human yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say excrement. It is... was, it was. <laughs> excrement is poopy. I know, uh, that's why I stopped. Okay, so, um, they don't find human excrement, <laughs> that would be really wacky, um, but instead, they find semen. Excrement, same thing. <laughs> excrement and semen, I would like to believe are very different, but I might be wrong. People may disagree yeah. here, but Ready for the craziest shit of your life. Yeah. In a sexual assault, <laughs> when you find semen, you typically find unknown DNA or a third party. Because it hasn't been, like, tested in- <gasps> Oh, yeah! Ah! No, I remember why right. it's Tell crazy. me. It's his. It's his own. Do you know where they find it? In his booty
1: hole. They do. It's his own semen in his butt. And- Correct me if I'm wrong, but it probably didn't get there by himself. How
0: can we? I don't know. Well, I mean, they, it had to too have I mean, <laughs> gonna Okay, say, we're not going to go into the like. I going to say, paint it, a picture. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to say, how would that happen? It doesn't Jenna, reach. How would you get your. Around. It doesn't.
1: There has to be some sort of um, tool. tool.
0: Yeah, I was going to say tool. Tool. A tool yeah. or a um,
1: scary object. An you object. could say. Which they find in Dylan's
0: room. They Am I not w- wrong? You're not wrong, Jenna. You're not okay, wrong. Okay, okay. And I would like to formally apologize to all who have been following this podcast and are just not tracking. <laughs> I don't track me either. It's I fine. don't either. I don't either. But it's too crazy. There's too much. It's so. How do you
1: find that evidence? Mm hmm. Uh, no blood, and a but, washed body, and okay, oh, but, oh, the knife. We haven't uh-huh. got there yet. Uh, you the, are tracking the, the big old
0: knife theory. The old knife.
1: So Let's I'm gonna start. say my my. Okay. Um, I'm getting kind my, re, my recant. That's not is that we a way can. to say that? I
0: think that makes sense. No, that doesn't. Me.
1: My version here. Yeah. What I remember is they find a knife, the one that's in his body. Yeah it doesn't match to the one that killed him, right?
0: Exactly. It is. And I'm going to make up the measurements off the tippy, tippy top of my head. It's I as don't if know them. it was like a two versus a four or something stupid. Inch. um Pretty much. Not inch. A two inch knife would be really cute. <laughs> That'd be really impressive. <laughs> cuckoo.
1: <laughs> that was my sound effects for stabbing her really with a two inch. I like to believe knife.
0: that murders really sound like cuckoo. <laughs> cuckoo, um, It was a five and three quarters inch knife um that was uh thinking is really hard discovered Um, i don't know let me think think. of the math on this it was a oh yes yes okay it was a five and three quarter inch or some shit knife that was recovered at the crime scene but the wounds was not bad six and a half inches deep so you so, couldn't unless the handle went in, but that would cause some other injuries. No, no, the, the handle, it couldn't so basically the the person who did the autopsy, what are they called? Morgist. <laughs> Morgan. Um Morgan, who did the autopsy. Morgan stated that in order for that wound to have Happened? (laughs) (laughs) In order for the wound to have been created in this way, with a knife of that size, (laughs) you would have had to... I think we got it backwards but we're gonna just push through it we're gonna push on they're through. just not the
1: same size and it's
0: like the no, shapes what's...
1: don't match it
0: just doesn't match <laughs> it's like one of those a square in a circle it it's doesn't... like it's like a puzzle that you give to a child oh yeah but, like, like it has star one of those doesn't fit in the circle yeah but it what, doesn't do that what really what really doesn't make sense is that for these stab wounds to have been produced um you would have had to Put the knife into his chest and then hesitate at the very end, like like insert like not all the way. The second guess multiple times, repeatedly to the same hesitation and at the exact
1: same measurement. And it's like, "Mm, let me just think about it twice, and then the third time, and then a fourth time, and then a fifth time, and then "Mm, no, he.
0: mm," You know, it's impossible. I don't know if
1: anyone else understood what my brain just was saying. I think that it makes sense, but like. Really it's like, mm, let's maybe murder him a couple times, but like, I'm not sure every single time I do.
0: And I'm going to hesitate at the exact same second, at the exact same moment, every single time I stab him, several times, and I'm going to be mathematically capable and, and, and scientifically <laughs> being able to measure that to the T. And so the autopsy no. exam, examiner. Oh, so he, Morgan, um, Mor- Dr. Morgan, Dr. Morgan, he, he looks at the body and he says, no, Saree, no sir. No siree
1: Dylan, Joe, or Victor. No, no siree Robert won. It doesn't. No siree Bob. Okay, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> because of Robert. Yeah, because of Robert. It was... Because of people who call. Okay, everyone else got it and I'm just over
0: explained oh, oh, no, that is Robert. Good. No siree Robert, no. sir. Um, getting back on track. Um, um collecting my dogs. it didn't work it's it, all it's we can a say. no-go for the knife that they found the knife that victor claims he either took out of his body which doesn't make made sense, sure to touch made sure to let the operators know that his dna is on it um or that he gently picked up that was calmly and i'm sorry he claims that in one scenario that the murder weapon was gently laying on his stomach and I would like to address how unlikely that a murderer stabs somebody. Oh. And, oh,
1: we didn't even talk about the towel and stuff. And I'm oh, I'm grabbing you. My um
0: God. So
1: there was like a problem. <laughs> of many problems. So it looked as if the knife was just like purposefully covered in blood. Like like someone took blood and smeared it on the knife on purpose to make it look like a murder weapon.
0: Exactly. And the
1: towel they found, like, fucking, um, what's it called? Tell fibers. Me, please. Fibers. They found towel fibers on the <gasps> knife. Yeah. That didn't match up to his shirt. It matched up to the towel that they supposedly put pressure on his chest with that had six drops of blood maybe on it. Yeah. Like a nose bleed that was very light. A light
0: fucking... Maybe a
1: paper cut. Sock to the nose. Yeah. And that's the towel that they think was just... They wiped some of his blood on the towel... Okay, I'm just making this up. They didn't actually. No, they did. Well, no, but nobody knows. I can't just say they did this. So, (laughs) so I think that they gathered some of his blood while he was still dying, or has just been killed.
0: Or they inserted the knife into the already gaping wound. Oh, why not? Yeah, why not? Because
1: they said it looked as if somebody wiped the knife on the towel to get the blood on there, and it had the
0: fibers. It could have also been hear me out okay it could have also been you inserted um a different knife into an already would they be able to see that on the not if it was a smaller knife which we know it was it wasn't the right size so maybe they wiped a little bit of blood or they they dragged it it across the open wounds as he's bleeding and they take the towel and they wipe the blood off set the towel or And the towel. Oh, yeah. Let me both. But they set the knife on the bedside table, and the EMTs arrive, and that's the knife that they find. And they know this forensically because they, they do the tests. The tests that they do, that scientists <laughs> the scientists do. The ones that they have, they test it. They do the tests on the knife, and they prove that there are towel fibers on the knife. And if all you did, if all you did was either take the knife out of his body or lift it off of his stomach, wherever your scenario falls... There's not going to be towel fibers on it. Why no. would there be? It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. The entire story doesn't add up, mm. and it's it just brings you was to this place. There,
1: was there some sort of? I might be mixing stories. Something to do with the outside. There was right. evidence out there. So in the investigation, like in the, the grass or hose, yeah. mm-hmm. are those made up words? Well, no, no, no they're not made up words. <laughs> but in this story,
0: words. so. In the investigation, the three of them, we know for a fact, are claiming and they are sticking to their story that no, (laughs) nobody there, nobody in the home committed this murder. They are adamant about that. They believe that this was an intruder. It was absolutely an intruder. And somebody from the outside of third party committed this crime and the police investigate it as such they are they they which have... is stupid it's not though because no. the police department has an obligation they it's... should do both they do they did, they, did they i don't know they did okay good they adamantly did both they're they're internally investigating the three that live in the home Um, But they're also actively looking for the fact that maybe these three aren't lying. Maybe there's a murderer here that's not the three of them. And they start to bring in, I want to say, I might be making this up, but I want to say that it's cadaver dogs. They bring in cadaver dogs and the dogs are meant, if you don't know what a cadaver dog is. They go to smell They smell for for suspect things. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Bodies, Very burnt good. bodies, uh, um, carcasses, what
0: have you, they things smell. that shouldn't be yeah. there. Yeah, Na- unnatural. They're, they're smelling for, well, I mean, natural, but not, they're smelling for decay and blood and things of that nature. And they bring in these cadaver dogs to figure out, clearly Robert Lone did not get stabbed on the bed. It doesn't make sense. Clearly, he didn't get stabbed at the top of the mm. stairs because there's no blood. There's no fucking blood. Mm. So they bring in the cadaver dogs to really track down where, where he this happened. died. They need to know because if you're going to investigate a crime, you need to understand where the crime was committed. Because it doesn't make sense. And it's an important puzzle piece to putting together the grand picture. You need all the pieces and the crime scene is incredibly important. So they bring in cadaver dogs and what they find is that these dogs they hint and they um what's the word i'm looking for they alert to multiple spots in the home one of the spots is the the dryer um the lint trap of the dryer which is really odd because it's like if you have a crime that's been committed in the home why would a cadaver dog be alerting to the dryer? It kind of leads me to believe that if a murder was committed in the home, um, somebody may have tried to remove evidence by washing their clothes and maybe then drying their clothes in the dryer. That That's where my mind goes when I think about um, an, a cadaver dog alerting there. Um, the dogs also alert to um, the backside of the home. There's a an area where you wrap the hose, right? And the hose um, is absolutely not wrapped up. So you have an immaculate home. Everything put in its place. No dust. No grime. Everything is neatly and. And you know, deliberately placed and staged in this house to look beautiful, and well presented and well put together. And yet, in the back, there's a hose that is completely unraveled. And it's left as if nobody has really cared to put it back. And the cadaver dogs, while they've already hinted at the linen trap in the dryer, they also hint in the back to the drain. The drain where, oh, where the water where the water would from have maybe the shower. No, it's not where uh, the shower goes. washer. Not where the washer. I'm making it up. It's where the um basically, if you don't want like a flood to occur, you need water to drain from a um like a cement area, like where you would build homes. You know, you think we both know a lot about this because we work with plumbing companies, but you would think that I don't know. We would know <laughs> the terminology. Anyway. I know nothing. I know nothing I know like I know how to describe it basically you you have cadaver dogs alerting to these two places where you like commonly think of like water and washing right so the hose is unraveled in, a, in an otherwise immaculate home the hose is unraveled and the dogs are alerting to where the water from the hose would be draining oh, that's which, what you're okay. now I am speculating I am greatly speculating here but it leads me to believe that Robert Wone was murdered, um, and I'm going to piece it together. Do you think the backyard or do you think the shower? No, this is what I think, and I'm going to give it start to finish. Girl. Okay. I think that he was murdered or assaulted sexually murdered. and physically assaulted um, in the shower. Because this is the only place in the home that I can think that there would be no real evidence that would be difficult to wash away if he was sexually or physically or both assaulted in the bathroom in the shower, it would make sense to the timeline, right? Which, like, I'm sorry, Dylan,
1: but that puts you in kind of an uncomfortable situation. He's on the same floor. because he's right there, and wasn't there some sort of um what was it that was found in his closet I can't remember it's kind of an interesting object i don't remember the details well i don't you uh, do i do
0: i do and i'm i'm gonna sound really judgy here i am and i don't know if i need to be well just
1: don't say it judgy just say what what the thing does and what it's for okay because i'm not here to judge anyone for what they do
0: but in the investigation they obviously have to search everybody's room they have to look for clues and evidence right so you go into dylan ward's room and what they find is a variety of BDSM um, novellas, magazines. They find collars and handcuffs. This and does not mean that mean he, that he did
1: it. This just means that it is he has the tools to maybe produce what we saw with Roberts with his findings.
0: Yeah, and and so. There are millions of Because there was a specific one, really? There is, yeah. And so they find BDSM books, they find magazines, they find um, cuffs, and they find um, chains and collars, like leather collars and chain collars. Which, which whatever. If you're into it, you're into it. And everybody needs to get theirs. And if that's how you get yours... I'm here for it. Like, mm-hmm. I support it. I love that you do what you want, what you're comfortable with, and what your partner enjoys, you know? Was. But what they come to find um, that leads them to start to start pointing fingers here is that they find a, um, a penis pump. Oh, that's what it was. And it's not only a penis pump because if anybody who's not familiar with such a such a tool—that's me. It, yeah, a penis pump is a device that uses air to physically enlarge a penis that might not otherwise be erect. Um, and it's like it's a tool in the sense that Viagra is a tool to make somebody erect. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like. Um, used... I don't know the details and maybe it's used for something else as well. It, it can be used for a lot of things, I'm sure, but it, it is typically used to kind of like, like, let's say that you, you're engaging in sexual activity and you've already finished and you can't really keep, keep going. It's kind of used to like, to prolong, you to, know, to give you like, to, to redo <laughs> to continue the fun, yeah, which is not a bad thing. No. But what they also find, Did they find his DNA in it. Well, I don't because I feel like if he was in... that they did because that would be really incriminating, and I don't think that they did. But what they can, what they do find is they find um... no, that doesn't make sense of how that's tied to. But anything. listen, can listen, okay. can hear me, <laughs> oh girl, listen, Linda. The tool is not just a penis pump. Um, it's similar to that in the sense that it, it it has similar capabilities, but this particular device is used to make a man ejaculate whether to excrement, (laughs) not, not to poop himself. It's a tool used to make a man ejaculate um, whether he wants to or not. This can be used in a very safe environment. This can be used in a pleasurable environment where two consent consenting people engage and they use this item. But there's the possibility there that an item such as this, if, if you find Robert Wones semen in his own anus, right, how does one cause him, how does one force him to ejaculate? How would you do that? How would you make him ejaculate? And then <laughs> it, it's scary. Yeah, like, it's, no,
1: I don't like this. This is...
0: It's dark. Because it
1: comes from, and the thing is, is it's it turns it from just a... Uh, I don't like you murder to a dark twisty murder to somebody's getting something yeah pleasurable from it and I don't like that.
0: It it's really scary and it's dark and twisted to think that like and it's so hard cuz hear me out like if it wasn't for finding his semen in his own body in his own cavities
1: we wouldn't entire, even think about this. No
0: the bdsm and the collars and the penis pumps and the throuple all of it could be forgotten and it could be like it could be excluded from the narrative because it wouldn't really be relevant because Mm. it would just be somebody being stabbed to death and it would leave this like window and this 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 concept of an intruder theory it would leave it to be plausible but when you start to throw in this this sexual um assault the sexual motive yeah Mm. an assault it stops being, um, you can lose the concept. Like, somebody breaking into a home, um, what's the game here? Like, when you think of a murder, or an assault, or, or a, break in, a break in an entry. But my thing is,
1: and I feel like if we're going with the theory that, that that's what happened, um, then we're to assume Dylan's at a large fault.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hello, Siri. Set up. Um, Siri doesn't, doesn't know if Dylan's at a large hole, but, <laughs> but she's sure. Because is we're confused. assuming
1: that we're using Dylan's things. Yeah. Were, things which, that were found
0: in his room. At least. Because wasn't the knife set also in Dylan's room? Well, that's the thing is like, they know that the knife um, that they found at the crime scene was not the knife that was capable of producing the wounds in his chest. It's not, it doesn't match up. And so when they, when they search his room and they find the penis pump that also makes you ejaculate and they find the BDSM and they find the collars, they also find a knife set that is missing one knife and the records and the indictment against Dylan and Joe and Victor the indictment from the prosecuting, you know, the DA, we'll yeah. say, this department specifically says that research was done on the knife set um, in order to figure out, like, is the missing knife even a possibility in the story? Um, and they find an exact match, like, on the internet, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, 2000s, like, this is the time, this is the day that they can find that information. Right. And they find that the knife that's missing, it very much could be. It, oh. it, the length, the length of the knife, let's say it's well, like. Let's
1: like, before all the technology, before all the whatevers. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, there's a knife in a body and there's a knife
1: missing. Like, that's probably the knife. It's pretty incriminating. And I'm just saying, like, but where I was going with it is, if it was Dylan, like, fuck Dylan. Like, get him arrested. But that's you know, the thing is Because, like-, like, if it was just, like. If Dylan did it, and Joe and Victor know that Dylan did it, Mm -hmm. what do they have to lose? That's where- Other than Victor, or whoever was involved with Dylan, loses their little friend, or whatever, and their roommate,
0: but- I think- I can understand
1: if, like, Victor did it, Joe standing by him, like, you know, they're together, there for life, you know? Yeah, they're life partners. But Dylan doesn't seem to have an emotional connection nearly as close as the rest- so what's the he motive seems here? like they would just throw them I would throw them under the bus.
0: Well that's where cuz
1: oh. then, then that makes
0: are they just as guilty? Like I mean obviously they are cuz they're covering but right. Right. Do they do it too? Well, here's my theory. It's like I think there is a few possibilities here, right? Like the concept just because certain items were found or not found in Dylan's room, yeah. it doesn't necessarily point the finger to Dylan being solely responsible. There's the con, like there's the possibility here, like the theory that all three of them, all three of them equally Why participated. Why would you all three do it though? Here's what I've read: like I, I'm like, not I, say, I have
1: lived in a house, a town home with three other roommates. Yeah. I cannot fathom plotting
0: murder, but together with them, you have to understand, like you, you wouldn't plot murder with them in this scenario, but you also just, like, wouldn't plot a murder, period. Like, well, how do you it? get three murderers in a house? So, hear me out. I this feel is, like one person has to be in charge. This is what I've read. I'm not going to claim responsibility for this theory. I didn't create this on my own, but this is what I've read, because basically, like, the reason we discussed, we, we disguided, <laughs> the reason we decided to even discuss this, this, murder in the first place is because i i'm so in deep with this murder that <laughs> like i legitimately and i adamantly um intend to like legitimately like write an a professional piece like my goal is to write a book but i don't know if it'll be you know just an article but the way that my research has gone. I read a lot of forms on this and I want to understand what other people think when they hear this case. And the general consensus that I've read on like sites like Reddit where it's like really form-based, I've read theories that say, what if the theory here is like, maybe Victor and Joe who are life partners, maybe they've always had a fantasy where they've been friends with Robert for a while. They know him personally. Yeah. They're comfortable with him. They went to his wedding. They know him. Maybe they have this, like, this this hope. Hope is a weird word. Hope but maybe is- it is a hope. Maybe, maybe it's a fantasy. A longing. A longing, yeah. Like a a longing for him to participate in a sexual experience with them. And maybe it's something that they've shared with Dylan because they while they're not in this like huge intimate relationship um victor and dylan and joe all in their interrogation go as far as to say that they're a family whether they're sexually involved with each other or not they are a family and they love each other and they are friends and it's it's a deeper level than just people who live together and roommates um and so there's this like theory out there that maybe Joe and Victor have this fantasy and maybe they bring it to Robert's attention while he's there and maybe he's not interested and maybe he he shoots him down maybe it's embarrassing or infuriating maybe and I I don't mean you know to um to what's the word I'm looking for I don't mean to um put a story out there that's made up or not true maybe Robert does involve himself in some odd way maybe he doesn't um say you know agree to anything but maybe he doesn't make it clear Mm -hmm. maybe he gives a signal or a an impression that they misunderstand they misinterpret it um and they start to engage in something that goes above them maybe this is like a sexual experience a sexual game for them the three of them Robert not being a willing participant here and it is taken way too far and there's this theory out there while they do an autopsy and they do a toxicology the the toxicology report comes back negative for all of the common things that are typically scanned scanned like it's just like a like a put it in the computer beep boop beep yeah they they do a toxicology Um, using very thorough science (laughs) it's not a scan but it all comes back negative but an an important theory that's out there is that um maybe there are things that can paralyze or sedate that just aren't tested for and there are mm-hmm. um and so the theory absolutely the theory that everybody falls back on is that this is a fantasy or a game or well, a Well it's
1: important to note that they didn't they find um what looks like could have potentially not confirmed, who knows? Maybe it is <laughs> like a point or something where it looks like yeah. there could have been an injection.
0: Yeah, in that's his skin. What they find multiple injection points in his hand or arm, and they do some research into what types of medical procedures happened on the way to the hospital and the ambulance, as well as at the hospital. And the EMTs adamantly say that they didn't inject him with anything. They didn't, they didn't, um, prick him with needles they didn't put an IV in him well why would you if he's dead exactly and I would like to believe that while he was pronounced dead at the hospital in order to um have a time of death um I know this um from Grey's Anatomy and (laughs) I would like for somebody to correct me if I'm wrong here but I think that there's like a special title that you need whether it be a doctor it might not be a doctor it might be just a certain accreditation but you can't just call time of death Like, you can't, you're not, a a civilian can't just say, oh, time of death, uh, oh, 19. It's just not, it doesn't work that way. So, while his time of death was called at the hospital, that doesn't necessarily mean that's when he died in terms of, like, biologically. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if he was dead when they got to the scene or he died on the way to the hospital, what would the goal be in um, injecting him or putting an IV in him? so all of this like moral of the story you look at the intruder theory it doesn't make sense the police investigated it top to bottom there's no signs of an intruder there's no signs um of any form of robbery there's nothing missing from the scene other than potentially the murder weapon yeah there's there's no motive um for an intruder to go to the second floor skip the first bedroom at the top of the stairs pick the one guy that's there for one night yeah murder him clean his body erase all evidence of a crime scene and leave the scene undetected with nobody hearing anything the theory except for a gurgle there it doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't add up um, and so, my mind and the mind of many people on Reddit and other forums and comments, and even the the prosecuting attorneys, their mind falls back on this concept of this is a sex game or a rape or a molestation of some kind gone sickeningly wrong. And it's proven who by who knows, fact, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening. I'm like- listening. Um,
1: mm, so I feel like you're going to inject your friends with some unknown substance. Mm-hmm. That's risky. It
0: is. Uh, maybe it didn't go well. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe they never intended... To kill him. Well, how... Where'd the saplings come from?
1: Maybe they... Meh, <laughs> well, you just ripped my theory apart, but, Well, it's just, it's, um, Why kill him? Maybe. Okay, I included it. <laughs> I, just, I just made it up. Okay. I'm ready. Maybe they inject him. Yeah. He, like, kind of goes tracking. wonky, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up. And then he freaks and out. And then he freaks out and starts going, like, I'm going to call the cops. Boy, I'm going to kill you guys. stab him. Maybe. I don't know that. I don't know that
0: happened. And, but it could have happened. What happens when you have, like, an unsolved murder like this with three people and when it comes to unsolved murders you so often have people that it's one person it's one suspect but to con yeah to to consider the fact that you three have three people three people sticking to the same story that adamantly and refuse to let up on their how do you get three people to agree to the same thing i
1: can't even get three people to agree to the same
0: dinner when I'm with exactly. my friends, but to agree to murder. It's not even, and this is my concept here. Maybe the three of them didn't agree to murder. Maybe they all got in over their heads. Maybe in some crazy fucking whack accident. Yeah, it wasn't. Maybe it was a whack. Well,
1: it started accident. as an accident, didn't end as one. Exactly. Maybe. The stabs are not an
0: accident. No, no, you're right. Maybe it was this crazy sex game, this crazy maybe you know, not even that who they knows? got in over their heads it's just so hard because basically you have three people who are the only people on the face of this planet that know and these three people they were indicted on charges of obstructing justice so they weren't charged with the murder of robert wone they were essentially charged with the, the concept not of saying your- what happened Um, withholding pertinent information that would lead to furthering the investigation. They were charged with not being wholly truthful. Um, and all of the evidence in the indictment and all the evidence that the police found and the prosecutors, um, they uncovered was brought to a judge. And a judge's responsibility is to prove that an indictment is, Basically, the judge's responsibility is to ensure that the indictment is hopefully true and is 100, not 100%, well, maybe 100%. I don't know. I don't know, Laz. <laughs> their, their job is for, the judge wants to prove that they deserve to be arrested, that the evidence holds true to the indictment. If the indictment says, word for word, that the three of them committed the murder, They have to be able to say that that's true. There has to be evidence proving this. And essentially, the judge's judge's statement after the indictment, after reviewing all the evidence, the judge releases a very professional and a very eloquently written statement that says, while I don't believe that Joe, um, Victor, and Dylan are innocent, I believe that they know exactly what happened that night. The evidence that the the, the DA or the the police have provided me is not sufficient for me to continue to hold them, and it's not sufficient for the charges to be um, continued. Which sucks, because it's like, I know they know something, but what? And that's what's so hard, is it's a judge admitting that the crime is apparent, the crime is obvious. Everybody knows that what they're saying isn't the truth. It's not the whole truth, but the evidence that we were able to obtain, it's not enough. And in in, in our society, in our judicial system, you are not guilty probably. You are guilty <laughs> beyond a reasonable doubt. And a reasonable doubt means that is there a shred of guilty, you? Probably. Yeah. And then you don't want to be guilty probably. And as much as you want for people who commit horrible crimes to go to jail and prison for the rest of their lives, you don't want somebody who maybe looks like they committed a crime to go to prison for the rest of their lives. Um, And this is the case. I mean, you have three people that maybe probably committed the crime. Maybe they did it. Maybe. I think they did it. But, uh, you know, I'm not a judge. It's hard. They probably did. They probably did. And a judge, a jury, and the police, they just don't have the evidence required to convict. And to this day, to this day, the three of them um, have, mm, I think all three, I might be making this up. Changed their, change their, change <laughs> change their names or whatever? They changed their names. Or whatever. Or whatever. They changed their names or whatever. They changed their names. They moved. Yeah. Started anew. new. hmm One of them. Okay. Are they all still together? I wish I could verifiably, if that's a word, say that they uh, factually, are- Factually, truthfully- Factually, accurate, be able to, um,
1: Confirmationably say. I wish I could, but I just don't know.
0: And I just, you know, that's just pretty fucking lack. Am I right? Like, yeah. we have probably- I mean, obviously not convictable, or they would be convicted, but we have potential murderers, I mean- whether it would have started out as an accident and then grew into a murder, whether they're covering for each other, whether one of them is a murderer and two of them are covering, whatever the situation is, these are people who know more what than happened? they are saying. They are the only people who were present that night. And the EMT's robert's know- wife
1: deserves to know deserves better.
0: His than whole what? family. I mean, yeah, but his wife. Uh- She's she's widowed for what I mean if you think about either either scenario let's pretend that the burglary the robbery the accidental shitery, <laughs> the bull fucking shittery let's pretend that it's real for what I mean this is a woman like not to get so fucking real here but like this is a woman who is widowed who who woke up the next day or that night whatever the case may be to be told that like he's not here not anymore he's not here and it's like for a weird sex game gone wrong for a prank for a mistake for a oops this went too far let's cover for each other for a malicious murder or for a robbery like this is just none of it is
1: justifiable
0: and like not that murder is ever typically (laughs) ever you right I mean, mean, maybe there are some weird motives that in some sick, twisted way, they make sense, but, like, this one just doesn't. It just doesn't. No. And I don't like it. It makes me sit
1: and just wonder if they could do that to their friends. I mean, not that my friends would kill me, but, like, what could happen?
0: Who is really your friend?
1: Yeah. Ugh eek
0: there are some weirdos out there there are well friends we've been bliver blabbering. <laughs> blabbering we've been bliver blabbering that was some heavy shit i want you all to ponder i want you all to discuss who killed Robert and i want to know
1: what everyone thinks like
0: yeah my bet's on dylan my bet is on it was um a group effort I want everybody to ponder, um, this is gonna end here shortly, whether we like it or not. Leave a comment, share, (laughs) goodbye, friends. Thank you.